we few, we happy few, we band of brothers. We want them talking trash to Goliath. We want them building a boat and collecting animals. Everybody thinks they're crazy, and they are. I'm your huckleberry. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. For he today that sheds his blood with me shall be my brother. Behold, a pale horse. The man who sat on him was death. And hell followed with him. Can you read, my son? Well, that depends. Can you go fight in the shade? Repent or perish. You know your places. God be with you all. All for all and one for one, then, I guess. Stone Mountain Media. Ale to the King. Merry Christmas and welcome back to another episode of Stone Mountain Media. This is Dave. I'm here with Sean. How you doing, Sean? Doing great. Coming to the, uh, the, the tail end of having to do night shifts for the police. That'll be nice. Ever, Lord willing. Yeah. Uh, that's what I got you for Christmas. End of night shift? Yeah. Thanks, man. That means yeah. a lot. That and gratitude. It's going to be a great gift. Yeah. Uh, I have a, a brief little story before we get into the meat and potatoes of the episode. Sure. There is uh, a young boy, seven years old, by the name of Eli Davidson. He lives in Tennessee. Tennessee's not as conservative as I thought. Its Republican governor just limited gatherings right before Christmas to 10 people. Just in time. That's lame. (laughs) But uh, Eli Davidson is not lame. Do you know why he's not lame? Tell me. I mean, first of all, his name's pretty great. It's pretty sweet. (laughs) Uh, So (laughs) I think Eli has a brother and a sister. And I think his sister is one. Okay. Eli, the oldest? I would assume so, based on what I'm going to tell you. Okay. Eli has two parents, which is kind of how that works. Right. They live together. Happy home in Tennessee. Uh, His parents were both former firefighters. They wake up to flames and smoke in their home. Both of his parents? Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Not to detract. Yeah, it's a thing, but oh well. And, uh, but thankfully in terms of their, their, you know, crisis response, they had a good male, female, uh, response mm-hmm. to it. Right. So dad got the fire extinguisher to buy time for the wife to get the kids. She was only able to get the boys. The way the fire was already in the living room, it blocked them from accessing the one-year-old daughter. So they get outside the house. One-year-old daughter is still inside of a burning house. The father takes his son, Eli, and they, they go uh, to the window from the outside that was to her room. And the father uh, breaks the glass and then I think two times tries to access the room through the window. For whatever reason, he says repeatedly, I can't do it. I'm assuming that maybe uh, he's past his glory days, Jared Lorenzen style, and it was a little too high up. That's what I'm assuming. And in the moment, you know, he didn't get a step stool. Uh, Based on his son, I doubt that it was a a courage thing. I think it was probably a Jared Lorenzen thing. Yeah, an RIP. Uh, I can't do it. I can't do it. Hey, don't worry, Dad. I got it. 
says Eli Davidson. Dad boosts Eli Davidson through the window into the burning house. He goes, gets his one-year-old daughter, his one-year-old sister, brings her out. No one's harmed. They lose everything, but they don't lose a single life, no, no injuries. The it's boy amazing. says, the boy says, I was scared, but I didn't want my sister to die. Uh, thoughts. It's glorious. Yeah. I can't imagine him better moment as a dad. Yeah. My dad's got to be so proud. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. I saw that reported today and it made me excited. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. It's also a reminder, uh, we talk about this a lot, but you know, you're never going to be ready for the moment unless you train for it. Yep. So, you know, props to that mom and dad who probably, I mean, they did, they did a lot on the front end to make that kind of son. So that's right. That's awesome. Seven years of training for the moment of, uh, you know, facing death, going and getting your sister. He knew even at the age of seven, it was better for him to die than his sister to die. Yep. And he was willing to put that on the line. And imagine just being in that moment of, I, for whatever reason, I can't get in this window. Maybe it was too small, too high, who knows. I can't get in this window. I can't get to my daughter. I don't have time. I'm out of time. She's about to burn to death. And you hear this small voice, I got it, dad. It's like the most like manly, like, yeah. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even like, hey, daddy. Like, goes, I got this. Yeah. Anyway, completely shifting. Your your politicians, uh, you know, you you have who who you deserve to have. Yep. Right. So I was listening to a little bit of uh, a talk by Steve Wilkins today on the early years of Moses's life, and he was looking at you know why in the world would the Israelites would God let the Israelites come under the yoke of a Pharaoh that, that hated Joseph, hated Joseph's God and hated them? Mm-hmm. Why would he allow that? And then later you, you find out, uh, Moses makes it clear that they had apostatized following the death of Joseph and his brothers. They had apostatized and, and worshiped the gods of Egypt. And so God, you know, you want to, you want to worship Satan? Here you have it. Yeah, enjoy being uh, led under the yoke of uh, one who serves Satan. And so... Uh, from that principle, I want you to think about uh, what kind of people are we? Uh, what kind of people are we that we have the leaders we have? And, and if the church is supposed to be salt and light and so transform the people, uh, which would then have an impact on the leaders we, we have, right. what kind of church do we have? So looking at Pennsylvania, my brother lives in Pennsylvania. He sent me this... Uh, article put out on October 7th, so it's a little bit old, October 7th, 2020, from um, the Pennsylvania Health Department, uh, the Pennsylvania Secretary of Health. Uh, Now, you've got a state full of churches, not full of churches with buttoned-up doctrine, but a good number of churches with buttoned-up doctrine, Mm -hmm. and a, a state full of churches that have gone along with the health recommendations, because for a lot of these things, regardless of how they're threatening to enforce them, for most of the things coming down the pipeline in different states, they're not laws. They're, they're recommendations from health departments, from governors, uh, their health orders. So you got churches getting in line uh, in response to these health orders, the health wisdom uh, of their leadership. They are voluntarily... Uh, isolating themselves for fear 
of a virus that they are being and, and the, their fear is informed by these leaders they have. Because this one real quick to Hit. for anyone who doesn't know the difference between kind of like a law and a health order. One of the yeah. practical act, one of the practical implications of that is that the people being governed cannot appeal the order. So with a law, uh, you know, we have the laws that we want. And so if a people don't like a law, they can, if they can get a certain number of signatures, they can appeal that law, have it put to a vote for the people. And we have some brothers up in Idaho who tried to do that with a mask mandate. And it, and that's when they realized basically the difference of, no, this is a health order. And that means you just do what I say. Yeah. And the, the counter to that though is, uh, then my disobedience of it is not disobedience to a law. It's not lawlessness. So yeah. if, if I can't appeal it, then I can also yeah. ignore it. That's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> If I can't kill my baby, then you have to raise it. Deal. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. So, uh, and we, I've talked about the Secretary of Health for Pennsylvania before on the podcast, but his name is Rachel Levine. I think his... His name? Yeah. I think his uh, birth name was Richard. I have not cared enough to actually look that up. Makes sense because you keep the R and the CH. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but needless to say, you've got a dude in a wig or either impressively grown, very thin, wispy, too much testosterone, ugly hair. Kind of like a super, like, man, this guy let himself go, but he's from like an 80s rock band. Nice. Hair. Yeah. Named Rachel, so, you know, got a dress or whatever. Uh, and And this is the guy that has been appointed to oversee public health for the great commonwealth uh, of Pennsylvania under the governorship of Tom Wolf, And I'll let you guess which party he's affiliated with. Uh, and so Rachel Levine helpfully on October 7th, 2020, put out this article so that you can navigate life in a healthy way in the age of COVID. Okay. And I'm going to read this article to you and I'm not going to just read it Normally, I'm going to read it as I think it ought to be read. Nice. Okay. And uh, feel free to interrupt me at any time to interact with it. Okay. That's the plan. Sounds good. (laughs) All Pennsylvanians should stay home as much as possible and minimize contact with others to reduce the spread of COVID-19 during this extended public health emergency. Consider utilizing risk reduction strategies to protect your health and the health of your sex you know partners. What, you know what I find interesting right off the bat is the phrase extended emergency. Uh-huh. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is a long-standing emergency. <laughs> it's been going on a while to the point where I can't just say it's an emergency. I'm going to have to acknowledge this is an extended emergency. Hey, have you noticed that life is dangerous? <laughs> Dang. <laughs> it's kind of Life's like one big extended emergency. <laughs> uh, what is that called? Agriculture phobia where you want to stay in your house? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think you nailed it. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a graph that it was claiming, you know, so LA uh, recently shut down to, a, you know, an extra draconian level beyond what its normal draconian levels are. And uh, it was claiming that the baseline... Um, Baseline occupancy of the LA ICUs is 90%. And, and during flu season, it bumps to 98%. And uh, without citing the normal, 
they were saying, hey, our ICUs are at 85% capacity. We have to shut down. Which is sub 90%, yeah. which is their baseline capacity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like you have a hospital that's there for profit. So it's not going to create an expensive wing that it's not going to use at almost max capacity all the time. Right. To make efficient its costs. Almost. Weird. And then, you know, you have at the end of, end of there, uh, the health of... These are strategies to protect your health and the health of your sex partners. Partner right. or partners. Yeah. Oh, it gets better in relation to that. So don't forget um, who your sex partners <laughs> are is, is... Is this an article about STDs or... Well, and you know, what's great is, uh, you know, stay out of my... Stay out of the bedroom. The government should stay out of the bedroom, right? So if I want to hump a man, I should be able to hump a man. The government has no business making that a felony. Well, I've got a dude in a dress trying to get up in my bedroom and tell me, you know, make comments about all my sexual partners. <laughs> Which requires a lot of context. Yeah. I mean, comments on comments. Anyway. Sex. Which may include oral, vaginal, or anal sex is a normal part of life. <laughs> and should always be with the consent of all parties involved. Drink responsibly. Rape is bad. Four strategies to reduce the risk of spreading COVID-19 during real, sex. Real quick. <laughs> so he just says, he just throws in there that Anal sex is a normal part of life? Yes. <laughs> so, but think about it. Think about it. What kind, of, what kind of people are we? What kind of churches are we? And we know what kind of churches are we. Where our political leaders are saying, without shame, without being tarred and feathered and run out of the city. Romans 13. Just saying, without any shame, anal sex is a normal part of life. Sodomy. Normal part of life. Well, and that's, you know, that's like a Romans 1 thing, even having to say that in the article. Like, if he was completely unashamed of it, just say anal sex, dude. Hey, uh... Just say anal sex. You know what I'm saying? Anal sex is a normal part of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to justify this. You're going to accept it's it. It's normal. It's very normal. It feels weird because this is where poop comes out of. <laughs> but, but I like it. But it's totally normal. This doesn't produce godly offspring, even for a man and a woman doing that kind of thing. But it's totally normal. It's okay if she likes him. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. Hey, uh, you have, he has to say that. Yeah, it's normal. His, only, his own conscience makes him say that. Uh, it was said by a, a lady in Pennsylvania in response to this article that not only is marriage between one man and one woman – I don't think this is a fire quote. She says, uh, sex is between one penis and one vagina. Crazy that that's becoming countercultural. <laughs> It's like a lot of wisdom. Amen. <laughs> and, and that's the extent of uh, Stone Mountain Academy's sex ed. <laughs> yeah, I, it's, uh, yeah, it's, that's mind blowing. Okay. Anal sex, normal part of life. Yeah. Uh, and don't rape. All right, so four strategies. Four he's strategies. Got it, he's got it boiled down for us. Yeah. One, know how COVID 19 spreads. Know how it spreads comes out at night. So that you can stop it from spreading. That's right. Mainly from person to person. <laughs> I'm tracking you so far. Thanks, Rachel. Between people who are in close contact with one another, within about six feet, which for most people <laughs> will be within the distance they're having sex. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Anal sex will be happening with, within six feet for, for Rachel. Uh, yeah. Yep. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Through respiratory droplets produced when an infected person coughs, sneezes, or talks, which can land in the mouths or noses of people who are nearby or possibly be inhaled into the lungs. A mask would prevent the uh, droplets. Yeah. So you're kind of getting some foreshadowing. Rachel is a fan of anal sex, but not a fan of spitting into your partner's mouth. Right. Just to clarify. Also, this concept of an infected person, hold that thought because the end is like a grand finale at a fireworks show. Okay. Where the idea of infection completely gets turned on its head and it means something different. Okay. Okay. Kind of like sex. Yeah. Turned on its end. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know how um, there's t- uh, talks of, I don't know the, the technical terminology, but so viral loads, right? So when you're trying to detect uh, in a sample um, if someone has the virus, uh, you're looking for the antibodies and you're zooming in uh-huh. on your sample. And if you have to zoom in past a certain amount, even if you find it, uh, it's not there sufficient to actually be contagious. So you're okay. not supposed to be counted as infected. Okay. Right? So you technically have COVID-19, but it's irrelevant. Right. Only if you're seeing it at like, let's say a 30 times magnification or less, is it like, well, you've, you've got a lot of this stuff. Okay. You're infected. Okay. Because if you go to, by that other standard, we probably have a lot of stuff. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And, and so keep that in mind. Okay. Regarding infection at the grand finale. Okay. A little foreshadow, a little tease. <laughs> Rachel's a fan of that. Through uh, respiratory droplets, through particles in the saliva, mucus, or breath of people with COVID-19. A little foreshadow, don't breathe when you're having sex. Mm -hmm. From people who do not have symptoms. Again, remember that for the grand finale of infection. Okay. Doesn't matter if you don't have symptoms, you're still a disease bag. Which, in Rachel's world, is true. She's probably running around with a lot of disease bags. Consider, yeah, yeah, don't. (laughs) Consider your level of risk. Consider your level of risk. Okay. You are your safest sex partner. That's right. You are your own safest sex partner. So have sex with yourself, according to Rachel Levine, Secretary of Health for Pennsylvania. These are the leaders we have. These are the leaders we deserve. <laughs> you got any thoughts? Uh, I do have one thought before we... Love yourself. Before we hit that. You can't love others until ridiculous. you love yourself. It's interesting that uh, the end of the first one, so the first one is telling us mainly we, it's spread from person to person. Here's some ways it's, it spreads through infection, infectious persons. And then the last point on point number one, the last sub point is from people who do not have symptoms. And then it's consider your risk level, which could be nothing. Like you could have no symptoms at all and you're still, you still need to abide by all of this because remember, it can spread through people who don't even have symptoms. Yeah. <laughs> also, everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be careful around infectious people and also everybody else. Consider your risk level, <laughs> but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, you don't want to say anything about the... You are your safest sex partner? Uh-huh. Uh, I highlighted it in red because I thought it was particularly uh, humorous. I mean, it's atrocious. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're right. That These are the leaders we want. We want this leaders to This is the Secretary us. of Health. Right. Yeah, you are your safest sex partner. And you know what that means? She believes this. Actually, he believes this. Don't want to lie. I don't yeah. want to be like J.D. Greer. Right. Right? Uh, so what should we go tell him to do? Yeah. He can go sex right. himself. He wants to. You, you, you want to you wanna dictate my life? It's safest for everybody. You, you want to tell... 
Ben Roethlisberger to mask up on the field? Well, go sex yourself, Rachel Levine. Well, yeah, and you know it's crazy? you're going to take your, your health orders, and you can go sex them too. Right, and so there's a lot to say on this, but one thing you mentioned in the beginning of the podcast was the idea that we have the leaders we desire, and we have the leaders we deserve, yeah. and, uh, you th- and, and you related it to the church, right? Because that's one thing people are going to have potential difficulty with if they've never thought in that way. Right. Is- if the church gets in order, we'll eventually get the leaders uh, that we want. That's true. Yeah. But people in the church have, have difficulty reconciling the idea of like, well, yeah, the world has the leaders they want, but what does the church have to do with that? Right. You know, well, nothing. <laughs> right. Well, actually, but yeah. at the same time, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, what, you know, this brings to mind, I think you and I have talked about this. I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast. Maybe we have, but uh, I had a family member who was still going to my alma mater, Point Loma Nazarene University. Point Loma Naz. And we wound up talking about masturbation. And I learned that he was being counseled to do so by one of the basically directors of like spiritual life, one of the religious leaders at PLNU. And we're not even talking about a Catholic priest here. We're talking about we're a not. Protestant. That's right. Wow. And, uh, and yeah, he would, at least in, I don't know if you'd agree with the exact sentiment, you know, he, his, his thing was all basically like, you know, Jesus is all about uh, self-love. When we read Jesus, he's talking about self-love. This is a way to love yourself. To protect you and your and your spouse, you know, protect you from sexual sin. Uh, you know, you read Paul, and Paul gets very like, you know, Paul's kind of masochistic. He's all about, you know, beating down your own body. Kind of, he just talks about this crazy unbiblical stuff about like subduing your desires. You know, yeah, yeah. like you know, making yourself a slave to Christ and righteousness instead of a slave to sin. All that really, really damaging <laughs> Don't stuff. Gratify the lust of the <laughs> yeah. flesh. All this crazy, you know. Hateful, self-hate, yeah. Oh my God. So that's what you get with Paul, but when you, when you listen to Jesus, he's all about self-love. He's all about uh, caring for yourself and caring for others. Uh, and that's not necessarily defined uh, by the Bible standards. It's defined by, well, what would make you feel uh, good? What would make you feel like you're uh, able to, to quench these desires, which are natural desires? Uh, well, and, and uh, real quick, do we need to get groceries? Do we need to bring... Uh, no. We, we generally believe it's manly for men to carry in the groceries that the women have gone and gathered. It's kind of a hunter-gatherer setup. Anyway, okay. And also, notice the connection between uh, self-sex and safety, right? So mm-hmm. safety is this big buzzword right, right now. So behind safety, right? Earlier, it was climate change. Right now, it's safety. It'll go back to climate change. But still, in the context of it's it danger, danger, because Miami's going to yeah. be flooded. But so safety, let me make you safe. And so give me the control of your life so that I can ensure your safety. Uh, they're attaching self-sex with safety because if they get everyone to self-sex themselves, it's a good way to get everyone to be compliant, right? You know, Doug, Doug Wilson talks about this all the time, the, the kind of liberties they want to give you, self-sex, marijuana, uh, and other things. You can, you can do that in a safe, uh, you know, six by six cell. Right. Right. And so, yeah, I bring up that story to say, you know, the church is, is complicit in this. Yes. It's completely, completely complicit in it. Yeah, and, and so many sermons do not amount to anything more than 45 minutes of self-sex. Explain that. Uh, plenty of evangelical preachers are basically up there verbally masturbating. They're not actually just preaching the word. Makes them feel good. Mm-hmm. Doesn't bear any fruit. Spilling the seed fruitlessly on the ground. Seeking their own glory. Yeah. Not seeking to preach the word. Yeah. Feed the sheep. Yep. <laughs> I wanted more explanation. You just said the same thing in a different way. <laughs> but I get it. 
<laughs> Explain that. Let me repeat myself. <laughs> yeah, and and it does feed right into on that same line. It just feeds into a culture that is being uh, not, you know, anesthetized. Is that the word? Anesthesia. Yeah. You know, being anesthetized. Sub- yeah, being subdued uh, under the the slavery of pornography. Yep. Uh, did you see that story with uh, with Pornhub this week? No. Uh, so Pornhub is one of the leading uh, sourcers of or facilitators of yeah. pornography on the internet. Horrendous place, and they had about thirteen point five million videos on the thing, and they function like YouTube in that basically anyone can upload a video. Okay. Uh, and so because of that, and because of the nature of pornography, and these things cannot be separated, uh, many of the videos on there uh, have to do with uh, child abuse. So sex with children and rape, uh, that's a huge part of the pornography industry. And, uh, it's okay to remind yourself of that in the fight against pornography, right? Obviously Christ, uh, should be our greatest delight and he should be our greatest motivation for, uh, forsaking sin, yep. but it's also good to recognize the reality of things and the wickedness of it and let it prick your heart. Yep. So for anyone who's listening, if you look at pornography, there's a really good chance that the majority of the time you're watching someone get raped. So you are having self-sex. You're pleasing yourself to uh, the destruction of a woman made in the image of God, meant to be cherished, uh, being taken advantage of, drugged up, and raped. Yeah. So that's pornography in a nutshell. And and it's not unfair to say. You're facilitating, even if you're not watching rape, you're – just like if you frequented a whorehouse, mm-hmm. you would be directly uh, pressing forward the abortion industry. Mm-hmm. By watching porn, you're pressing forward the abortion industry. Yep. Right. Those, right. those girls are killing the babies that they're That's right. having. Yeah. And so uh, Pornhub, basically s- something came out with basically these – the litany of, of rape and child abuse videos they had on there. And so they did basically like an audit, tried to like lock things down and to give you the idea of what, how many – what the percentage of those videos were that fell into that category. They had about 13.5 million videos and now they have about 3 million videos on their site. Wow. So ten and a half million videos taken down when they did a, a sweep, pretty quick sweep from my understanding of it because it was kind of like a oh shoot moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty quick sweep and uh, and they just got rid of ten million videos. Ten and a half out of thirteen and a half. Ten and a half, yeah, yeah. Wow. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, back safety. To, yeah, that's right. Safety. Uh, Rachel is the kind of man. That we are to trust and respect, um, you know, not to see as illegitimate, not to dismiss as a usurper, as a tyrant, but to uh, respect and honor and submit to uh, as as an authority in our lives about our health. And so Rachel very wisely uh, helps broaden out the spheres of safety for sex. The safest sex you can have is with yourself, love yourself. Is it not what the Lord Jesus himself said? And then the next safest sex experience you can have, your next safest sex partner is someone you live with. Now that is a novel idea. The family, notice this, in the language we have partner, right? Uh, There's not gonna be, even though the word sex comes up, there's not gonna be sexual language. Male, female, husband and wife, none of that is in there. Marriage, not in there, right? So even though there is this idea that you might live with someone, it's not in the context of Rachel Levine recognizing 
the family unit as existing. Right. So she denies her philosophy is a denial of the existence of the family. Uh, you don't belong to a family. You belong to the state. Your children do not belong to you as parents. They belong to the state. That's where this stuff's coming from. Mm-hmm. Novel idea. Have sex with someone you live with. Having close contact, including sex, with someone you live with who has a low risk of having COVID-19 infection helps prevent spreading COVID-19. Now, again, uh, you know, you, according to Rachel, are a danger even if you don't have symptoms. Right. So, you know, who cares? What does it mean to have a low risk of having COVID-19? What does it mean to have a low risk of having it? Not a low risk of dying from it, right. a low risk of having it. Isn't it like just something you get by looking at the sun? <laughs> if you, it's like, yeah. If you do have sex with others outside of your household, right? So it's best to have sex with yourself than with someone you live with. But if you have sex with people outside your household, so, and we're talking plural, others, have as few partners as possible and pick partners you trust. Talk about COVID-19 risk factors with your partners, just as you would discuss safer sex topics, including prep, which we're going to get into, you know, later. But just as you would discuss, I don't know, AIDS. You have AIDS, not just HIV. You got full-blown AIDS. Condoms and dental dams. Rachel, Rachel, you're making me uncomfortable. (laughs) I know what the word dam is, and I know what the word dental is. I've never seen them used together, but I can honestly put it together, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Ask partners outside your home about COVID-19 status before you meet and engage in sex. Do they have symptoms? Click here to see coronavirus symptoms and testing. It's irrelevant if they have symptoms because you could be on death's doorstep asymptomatically. Or have they had symptoms in the last 14 days? Most people with COVID-19 have symptoms, but some people do not. Trust no one except those you trust to have sex with. Asking about symptoms is not a perfect way to know whether someone has (laughs) COVID-19. Has your partner or partners, because you a hoe, been diagnosed with COVID-19 using a nasal swab or saliva test? Large gatherings, now get this, this is really good. Large gatherings are not safe during COVID-19, but now I think this whole clause, this whole butt clause is just in case Rachel Levine gets caught for going to an orgy. Large gatherings are not safe during COVID-19, but if you attend a large gathering and but as in, but into the contrary, not Rachel Levine's love of anal sex. But if you attend a large gathering where you might end up having sex. You just never know at large gatherings. You just might have sex at a large gathering because you're in politics and you're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Freaking lizard people going to Bohemian Grove just having anal sex, oral sex, vaginal sex all over the place. It just kind of happens. Wow, man. Yeah, it just might happen. Blower tips to reduce your risk of spreading or getting COVID-19 through sex. So these are how to, how to not get COVID during sex? Well, it's particular how to limit your risk during an orgy. Okay, because we're, we're, in, we're in the section on large gatherings. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's quite an original list. <laughs> limit the number of partners. 
So don't enjoy the orgy too much. Right. You know, be like a lowercase ho. So this, this is, this only makes sense in a culture that loves sodomy and loves drunken orgies. Yeah. And <laughs> otherwise this makes no sense. Yeah. Sex it, tips during a large gathering. This is coming from us again, just to let you know, uh, this is in America, people. And this was written by some like backwoods, crazy, like off the grid. Yeah, this is just a blog post. Okay. You know, it's not by like a disregard. Secretary of Health. It's not Secretary of Health. This is in one of the states in the Union. William Penn's Pennsylvania. I ain't no Quaker, but I'm pretty sure the Quakers have nothing to do with the stuff in this article. Right? We're we're talking about America. This is what we are. This is what we are. So not only do you not know who you're asking to bless you when you sing God Bless America, but how dare you ask for blessing from God unless you are leading the charge for repentance yep. in your own life, in your family, in your church. That's, that's, that's forget. Hey, listen, I hope that on January 20th, Donald Trump runs it back. It's probably not going to happen. I hope the GOP uh, grew a pair and grew a spine, right? I hope more people act like Rand Paul and Ted Cruz in the GOP. But don't, don't trust in the GOP. And honestly, it doesn't even come down to local government, though that's more important than, you know, top-level stuff. We are so far down the crazy hole. We, this is who we are. We are a land where officials for the government can write this stuff in an official status, not on their little private side thing in the dark web, and not get tarred and feathered, not get put in the stocks, not get mocked up into Canada. Sorry, Canada. This is who we are. You know, we want to joke Canada deserves the likes of Rachel Levine. No, we do. This is who we are. Tom Wolf should be recalled, just like Gavin Newsom should be recalled, even if he was the greatest governor in the world, simply for allowing this man to parade around as a woman in an official capacity, let alone for writing this stuff. Anyway, in your orgy, limit the number of partners you have. Try to identify a consistent sex partner. It's going to be difficult. It's in the haze, <laughs> in the fog, in the fog of orgy, in the there's, fog of war. There was so much going Just on. Just try. I mean, they all look the same. <laughs> oh, man. Um, and I have a friend in, uh, in Scotland who, before he was a Christian, there, there's, a, there's a Spanish island called uh, Ibiza, and it's like a, basically a, an island dedicated to clubbing. Okay. And so it, it's, where, it's where all these Scottish folk like to go for their clubbing. Sure. And uh, so he was there, and he's a very large guy. Uh, and in this club, there was a phallus okay. that uh, ejected foam okay. and filled the place with foam. So it's like a rave. Everyone's like right. taking ecstasy. And then uh, there's this fountain of foam coming from a phallus right. filling the place. And, and my buddy's dancing. Very graphic. It's not a Christian. <laughs> I edited that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And uh, like... <laughs> I wasn't saying... Yeah, I wasn't saying oh, you were yeah. saying anything wrong. I'm just saying that's a... Anyway, quite the, he, quite heard, the club. he heard this... Uh, he, he heard this voice from, from the foam. Help! <laughs> this small little girl was like, drowning in the foam. Uh -huh. He saved her. 
in the context, in a context like that, yeah, it's going to be hard to identify who you are sexing. And because of that, I don't want to draw, you know, the, the health secretary here is being extremely charitable. So just try. Just try. Yeah. It's Give not it your best effort. Listen, I know it's not, I know it's not a clear science here. Don't go to church. Well, yeah, that's dangerous. Social distance at church. Don't give a holy kiss at church. Don't take the Lord's Supper at church. Don't sing at church. Don't keep your business open. Don't have your rest, restaurant open, God forbid. Right. But when you're having orgiastic sex at the club, which is where you're going to find me, bottle full of bub, my mom got what you need if you need to fill a buzz, try to identify who you're sexing. Right. Just try. Just Give try. it your best effort. It's all about effort, really. And while, and while you're doing so, what, is, is, there anything I, is there anything I should wear? Yeah. So while you're clubbing or while you're at one of Rachel's orgies, trying to limit the number of, of orgy participants uh, you enjoy, wear a face covering. Not out of shame for being at an orgy, right? So we're not talking about covering your face from shame, trying to hide the fact that you're at an orgy, a, a government-approved orgy. Wear a face covering for your health because, you know, health matters. Rachel is concerned for your health. Wear a face covering. Avoid kissing. Just get down to business. None of that foreplay stuff. Don't kiss. And do not touch. <laughs> Whatever you do, you're touching a lot of things. God forbid you touch your eyes, your nose, or your mouth with unwashed hands. <laughs> talking like the Pharisees, right? Yeah. They didn't wash their hands. <laughs> they didn't wash their hands. <laughs> oh, having sex with unwashed hands. Which having is sex, even better having sex with unwashed hands is okay. Just don't touch your eyes, nose, or mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but, uh, okay. Yeah, later, it, there's going to be an encouragement to not have sex with unwashed hands either. Okay. He's, yeah, yeah. he's bringing... Wash your hands before and after. More law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, before... Right, next point. Wash your hands with soap and water often. Again, uh, early on in the existence of this podcast, we talked about how what was being... Uh, uh, encouraged as wisdom, uh, as normal, was germophobia. Mm-hmm. These are the weird... Wash your hands with soap and water often. Not just once a week, but often. More than once a week. Is that like outside of just taking a shower? <laughs> <laughs> I shower almost every day. <laughs> and especially before and after sex. So, which... <laughs> so you have like the hand sanitizing stations put throughout the room uh-huh. of your orgy or of your club. So as you're moving around, you can just take a pump. Well, it's not like we don't care about safety. <laughs> yeah. If soap and water are not available, use an alcohol-based hand sanitizer. <laughs> if you usually... <laughs> if you usually meet your sex partners online, Consider taking a break from in-person dates. Now, again, all of the sex that was talked about before, context of dates, because families don't exist. We're just talking about atomistic individuals who belong to the state. Right. That's why she's up in your business. Right. Take a break from in-person dates, video dates, sexting, subscription-based fan platforms. <laughs> now, what would have been great is if there was a hyperlink for her subscription-based Fan platform. We need to start. We need to start a petition, not just to get Gavin Newsom recalled, but for Rachel Levine to have a subscription-based fan platform. That's the content the internet needs. <laughs> start with stripping that wig off your head. 
And that is or, a reference to or chat or chat rooms, you know, because chat rooms are safe. They may be options for you. In fact, you can find me at the, Rachel underscore Levine, PA gov. <laughs> I'm ready to chat. So we have we have four points given for what's the title here? Uh, strategies to reduce the risk of spreading COVID-19 during sex. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I was blown away that a whole sub point was just her telling her telling the populace how to have sex, but then, you know, that's the entire article. The entire, no, entire there's a reason that we're reading this on the podcast. My brother sent this to me and I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is a government document. <laughs> that's, yeah. Uh, number, and just to be clear, yeah. you know, to be clear, subscription-based Fan platforms, chat rooms, all that is in the content. You know, that's that is that's pornography. That's that's all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's not a New York Giants football fan platform. No, no, no. that's not the kind of subscription based thing. It's we're not talking a Facebook about. group. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're talking about pay yeah. to watch Rachel Levine strip. Right. We're talking about more of the same stuff. So all yeah. all that pornography stuff applies. Right, right, right. Applies to her condoning, recommending because you don't want the flu. Better have underage rape than you right. know the flu. Oh well, yeah, it's safety. It's a safety right. issue. It really is about a safety. It's a safety yeah. issue. You know. At least there's order Don't and structure. Don't you care? There's order and structure to human trafficking. You know, they've got a hierarchy. There's anarchy. People are going out sniffling everywhere. That's anarchy. Everything man. I've heard is that it's all consensual. Oh, so, great. Well, yeah. if it's consensual, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't Which consent. Which is our, that's our, that's our moral, that is our moral. I don't consent to this. I don't consent to Joe Biden being president. And you can't say, well, the vote happened. The consent of the people, no, because it was an illegitimate vote. No, not my president. <laughs> not my president. Not your president. Not our president. Not the president. I'll see you later, Jojo. Yeah. Number three, protect yourself and your partners, you hoe, from COVID-19 during sex. Yeah, uh, good thing to notice is that in uh, section one, uh-huh. partner uh, had uh, uh-huh. parentheses with an S inside of it. Just in case. So, hey, listen, you, it's normal to have a partner, but some people have partners. Yeah. Understand, by, we've gotten to point three, right? We're two minutes down into this article. And uh, the apostrophes or the uh, the parentheses are gone. Right, right. And uh, it's just partners. Yeah. Yourself and your partners. Yeah. That's it's, been it's, established at this point. It from the streets where you have uh, uh, slut parades mm-hmm. to the halls of government. Right. This is the normalization. Avoid kissing. Now, uh, Rachel Levine is a terrible writer. So she's going to basically be very redundant at this point. She's got four points and... Uh, two of her points say the same thing. Okay. Right? Because she's an idiot. She's crazy. She's evil. Yep. And she's stupid. She uh, only passed school because she went to government school and they let anyone graduate. She is in politics today because she only graduated because she went to government school. She probably deserved F's and D's. She makes 25% is completely redundant. Which uh, is worse than everything she said about sex. Yeah, and we didn't hit avoid kissing on number two in detail, but that's a that's important in terms of uh, what sex is for for Rachel Levine and for our society. Right. right. It's the, it's completely your, your separated partner from, is an ejaculation bag. Exactly. More. Exactly. Yeah. It's completely separated from cer- certainly separated from the covenant of marriage. Certainly separated from a fruitful marriage bed, and it's it's separated from foreplay any of those things because that's not that's not you getting your rocks off. Yeah. So if it's not if it's not directly into like we're we're past that we don't this is this is good news you, you know what's really funny this is consistent with um, a, a widespread reading in evangelicalism of First Corinthians seven which makes marriage 
all about getting your rocks off if uh-huh. you're weak. Right. Right? Well, if you're not a not good the, enough not Christian. Not the norm. Yeah. If you're not a good enough Christian, well, just get your rocks off. With rendering your wife just an ejaculation bag, which is what Rachel Levine thinks your wife is too. Right. It's it's uh, This is good news to, to our society of what they want sex to be. Yeah. Avoid kissing? That sounds great. Because all I want to do, all I want to do now is basically I'm one step closer to I'm just in another form doing what I've done while I watch pornography every day. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I'm I'm basically having self sex yeah. with a different vessel. Yeah. It's not my hand. Yeah. It's just something else. Yeah. But all I'm thinking about is myself. All I'm trying to do is please myself. And so avoid kissing sounds great because that's not that's not furthering the end that I even care about. Yeah, ride Sally, ride baby. Yeah. Uh, avoid kissing because kissing can easily pass the virus. Now again. A little foreshadow to how we're ending, okay? Because <laughs> we're going to talk about AIDS. Don't kiss, but butt sex is okay. It passes AIDS, but that's not as bad as COVID-19. <laughs> uh, again, avoid kissing. Wear a face covering or mask. Not to be redundant. Wear a face covering or mask. During COVID-19, wearing a face covering. Good luck kissing with that face covering on. So take your underwear off and put it on your face. A face covering that covers your nose. By the way, Hanes underwear, uh-huh. they're making face coverings now, which is great. Uh, covers your nose and mouth is a good way to add a layer of protection during sex with those outside your household. Again, not family. They don't use the word family. Right. That's the F word. Yeah. Number four, skip sex. If you or your partner are not feeling well, I feel a little under the weather. I think the AIDS is doing me a disservice. Let's just take a little pausey pause. <laughs> oh, I forgot man. to take my magic pill today. Yeah. <laughs> Got to take my blue pill. Red, you know, it's like everyone's talking about red pill. It's like, nah, I really want the blue pill. I'm going to take the blue pill pretty consistently the rest of my life. If, if I remember correctly, I, I saw it once. I think it's like a, it's like a horse pill. Yeah. When I when I take it, I have to take it with copious amounts of applesauce, <laughs> <laughs> or as a suppository. <laughs> I get a big glob of peanut butter on a bagel, and I just pretend it's not even in there. If you feel unwell, or even start to feel unwell, now what's the difference between starting to feel unwell and feeling unwell? Do you know what I mean? Conceptually, <laughs> wouldn't you just be feeling it's unwell a, early? No, 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 no. That's, you're totally misunderstanding. <laughs> It's, it's like a gut thing. It's like you feel fine, but you're like, oh, man, tomorrow might not be great. I, I think I'm planning on not feeling well tomorrow. <laughs> it's like when you don't want to go to work. <laughs> if you feel unwell or even start to feel unwell, avoid kissing, sex, or any close contact with others. If you've been exposed or think you may have been exposed to someone with COVID-19, Avoid close contact with anyone outside your household and follow the Pennsylvania Department of Health's guidance about how to prevent exposing others. For more information about signs and symptoms of COVID-19, visit Coronavirus Symptoms and Testing. And our great ending spot. As a reminder, prevent HIV and Sexually Transmitted Infections, STIs. The Pennsylvania Department of Health. Now, okay, so if you're feeling a little under weather, just don't have sex at all. Abstinence, I baby. didn't know that STD was changed to STI. That's right, because an infection has less, like, you're baggage more a, with disease. Yeah, you're more of, like, a victim of it. Yeah. 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 But you're, you're not diseased, just like you're right. not disabled. I'm right. utterly You're, like, untouchable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ew, you've got a disease. Unkissable, but not untouchable. Yeah. <laughs> 
The Pennsylvania Department of Health. I know what you're saying. Uh, The fog of war, baby. Uh, The Pennsylvania Department of Health recommends that individuals who are HIV negative but are at risk for HIV. (laughs) Well, I mean like what? It's different than being at risk of COVID-19. Everyone's at risk of COVID-19. A particular subset of the population is at risk. So Rachel wants you to know that if you are a homo – so, wait, it recommends that individuals who are HIV negative but are at risk for HIV take and consistently use HIV preventative medication known as PrEP. So, if you're regularly engaging in a normal part of life, which should be everyone. So, okay, basically then, everyone, this is for you from Rachel. So, if you're a pastor at a reformed church that's just been complying with all this baloney from, from your government in Pennsylvania – you need to go to your local pharmacy and pick up a pre-exposure prophylaxis. So in pastors, you need to lead the way in submission, right? Anal sex is a normal part of life, so get at it, right? So, you know, Reformed Presbyterian brothers, Reformed Baptist brothers, Romans 13, baby, submit to your fully legitimate, fully honorable Secretary of Health, start having anal sex, and then, because now you're at risk for HIV, because that's how you become at risk for HIV, uh, particularly if you have it like a monkey, Get a PrEP pill, pre-exposure prophylaxis. Uh, one thing that tells us that we're still in the, the midst of this flux is that prophylaxis is defined as action taken to prevent disease, not infection. Mm. So not quite mm. there on, a, on the subversion of the language completely. Yeah. Uh, whereas the dictionary was quick to change the definition of a word uh, during Amy Coney Barrett's confirmation hearing, uh, they're a little bit slower with the whole sexual revolution stuff. At a, at a broader level. Yeah. There's just too many words to keep up. Yeah. So many words, I just get confused. <laughs> Fog of war. Who's going to look up prophylaxis? <laughs> I can't even identify this word. It's just like it's a word that I'm with, but I can't quite identify it. It's pleasant. <laughs> oh, man. I, I find this word exciting. Individuals living with HIV. Individuals living with, with HIV. Okay, let's be re- – <laughs> so gay dudes – because we're not talking about the 80s when people were using dirty needles and were a little bit unclear. We're talking about dudes who like butt sex. We're talking about the guys uh-huh. that talk about eating their boyfriends out, uh, trying to drown us out at Planned Parenthood. Which does happen. Yeah. So individuals. Not yeah, yeah. I'm talking about, you know, Pablo there. Uh, individuals living with HIV are encouraged to achieve and maintain an undetectable viral load to prevent transmitting HIV to their sex partners. So again, click it back. They think that HIV is less dangerous than COVID-19 because uh, it doesn't matter, uh, you know, it doesn't matter your viral load, you're going to be considered positive for COVID-19. But if you have an undetectable viral load, you have a viral load, they know it, but it's just not at that magnification level that they care about. Undetectable viral load to prevent transmitting HIV to their sex partners. To prevent the spread of HIV, and I think they've, we've decriminalized, I don't know if it's California or if it's nationwide, decriminalized people who have sex and don't inform the sex partner that they had HIV? If so, that's really, uh, that's really interesting. Uh, I find sure. that interesting. I'm not sure if they have, but I know that people have been charged with... Attempted uh, murder. Well, yeah, in the past, but I mean, even uh, right now, currently, people have been uh, cited and crime cases have been taken for people who were said they had COVID-19 and intentionally sneezed on someone or coughed on someone. Oh. So that's interesting if, that's, nice. if that is the case. So it would bode even more to. Uh, it'd have been yeah, funny if I uh, be if dangerous. I had gotten a citation for sneeze, fake sneezing in front of that drunk lady. 
the one, the unmasked lady commanding that we were masked. Uh-huh. Spitting like, in my face yeah, with her, like, over the night, like, stale alcohol. Yeah. And touching me, telling me not to touch her. <laughs> to prevent the spread of HIV and other STIs, such as, where'd you come from, where'd you go, where'd you come from, chlamydia, <laughs> gonorrhea, or syphilis. The Pennsylvania Department of Health recommends the use of condoms and open and honest communication about all recent sexual activity. If you a hoe and you would a hoe, at least talk about it. <laughs> you got any closing thoughts for us? Uh, sad that this is a, a government document. Sad that we have. Let's just be clear: government document, government official, the top public health official in Pennsylvania. Yeah, this is... Uh... Obey your masters, reformed Christians. Obey your masters. They're fully legitimate. If you defy them, if you ignore them, you're sinning. You're ignoring Romans 13 because you hate the fatherhood of God. <laughs> I think, hearkening back to the very start, this is all prefaced on you know, this man pretending to be a woman telling us what health is. Yep. So... That's that's who we are as a society, and uh, that's what you have if you don't have an objective standard for morality. Then you have you have a man dressed as a woman. You have a man in a dress telling you how to have sex in a large in a large gathering. <laughs> a man dressed as a woman telling you how to have sex in a large gathering safely, mm-hmm. telling you to try to limit your partners, have lots of sex with yourself, and wear a face mask. You know what happened to Britain when its political leaders, its military leaders were publicly like this? They got crushed. They lost their glory. We defeated them. There is something coming for us. For a people like this, judgment is coming. There is no peace with God. No peace with God. God will not bless you, America, when you tolerate government officials like this. When the church tolerates government officials like this, there will be no peace in the land. No peace. And the prophets who say peace, peace are liars and ought to be deposed even before Rachel is deposed. There is no peace in the land. There is only judgment for us from Jehovah unless we repent. Let the filthy be filthy still, but let the righteous be righteous. That's right. And and one of the reasons we need those type of false prophets deposed before we even think about uh, Rachel Levine, is because there's, uh, there, there is no peace with God in this land right now, and there only is peace with God through his son, Jesus Christ. And that's only going to be proclaimed by true prophets who are going to recognize where we are, who aren't going to love falsehood, but are going to love truth, and therefore seek to live in the light, which means recognize the sins of our day and lead this nation in repentance. Right, we're gonna, we'll probably do an episode in the future on Christian Zionism, but... There's no peace with God, right? You have all these blessings, which are just an overflow of the fact that God's redeeming this world and blessing his people and bringing, bringing his reign to bear. But you'll be held accountable for, uh, for every blessing you have here and now from God. Right? You have no favor with God apart from Jesus Christ. So you'll be held accountable for every blessing you partake in that you do not thank God for. You're going to be held accountable. And so this nation is not a blessed nation. It has no favor with God. There's no favor with God apart from salvation in Jesus Christ. So we need, we need prophets who are going to call this nation to submit themselves to the lordship of Christ, which means, uh, which means 
laughing at this trash from Rachel Levine. Yeah, we need to laugh her uh, out of public space. Uh, yeah, if, if she's going to have this level of authority, uh, she needs to be mocked into uh, disgrace and an exit. Yeah, and, and not mocked apart from us, again, leading the oh, charge. Oh, I keep saying she. Holy cow. Yeah, he. <laughs> apart from, it's not, it's not, he's pull not this guy's, Pull this guy's dress <laughs> over his head and spank him. Yeah. And, and none of that is to be done in like a, in any kind of self-righteous way. We recognize that uh, the church needs to be leading in repentance. But that doesn't start with, with us, you know, coddling this kind of trash. Yeah. It's, it's, all, it's all one and the same. So, Well, uh, thanks for being with us, uh, listeners. Thank you for your compliance. Again, we have your best interest in mind. We care about your safety. Uh, listen to your leaders. They love you. They are here to help. They are the government and they are here to help. Um, come what may, do whatever they say. Be a lemming, be the sheeple. Until next time, don't forget your condoms or your face masks and go with God.